Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 411 of the Drunk Sisters Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler. Joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey there, Tyler. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Just a casual work week with everything else. Yeah, just been handling some breaking news. Mm-hmm. And fine. Late yeah, breaking news. That's fine. That's good. Gables is pregnant. Congratulations. Ha ha ha. Anyway, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm going to be shopping for a Game Boy Advance SP fairly shortly. And that's just the thing. <laughs> is your is your mom like our new like 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 late breaking news ho- like person now like they just slide it off camera oh, and slide your piece of paper cuz I mean that for the past like 4 years honestly. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to start doing that. If something happens while we're recording like if Nintendo announces like a direct in the morning like she just comes in and slides you a piece of paper we're, like 43 <laughs> minutes in. She's like comes in. It's like, it's like we're doing a show. Oh, what? Oh fuck! What? And then bam, here we go. We're on a tangent. I'll pay her. I don't have any money, but I'll pay her. But yeah, yeah. And other than that, though, it's like yeah, I'm gonna be looking into some options here because apparently my little brother wants to say Nintendo 2DS, you know, Virtual Console and Game Boy Advance. Which what I'm processing through there is like he wants a 2DS. But he doesn't realize there's no Game Boy Advance games. I was gonna ask if I was gonna ask if that was. I couldn't remember if it took it off or not. Did the new 3DS have it, or did they take it off too? No. Here's the thing: when it comes to Game Boy Advance games, especially for like Virtual Console stuff, it never came out officially on the later 3DS models. It was only through the Ambassador program of the original 3DS, where Nintendo wanted to reward the people, pretty much give them like certain games because they actually spent the extra $100 for the 3DS when paid. came out. Yeah. So I was the one that ended up getting the 3DS, not the Game Boy Advance Virtual Console games on my original 3DS. And obviously my brother looks at that and it's like, oh, hey, I want to play them on my 3DS or my 2DS or whatever the hell he wants. But mm. uh, yeah, just uh, long story short trying to shop for like retro game systems or even like retro game things could be a bit of a pain in the ass especially if you have someone in your life that doesn't understand the concept of okay this is old this is out of print you can't find them anywhere else or for a reasonable price or for a reasonable price that's very true yeah 10 years ago those things were like 20 30 bucks you can you mean i remember working at a game store when i was in 2008 2009 and like game boy advance sps were like i mean we had dozens of them we couldn't give them away yes and i remember that and because we don't have anything like remotely close to a used game store around the area because you know the only means of a, <laughs> of a main for like game stuff was a freaking game stop which is no longer available but yeah. uh should have bought more game stop songs oh god <laughs> but yeah man i'm doing fine how have you been doing okay gable it's been a pretty good week you know um uh, the shamrock shake is back um, oh. so that's a win. I had one of those today when I went there. I, I, my parents, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> you sound like my mom. It's like my mom every time she goes to the drive thru, I'm with her. It's like, hey, they got a shamrock shake. Does Does your mom get the uh, get the coffee, the, like the black coffee with the fillet of fish? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, sorry, no, no, no. She doesn't touch anything in regards to fast food stuff. I mean, she's That's on smart. her diet and this and that, though. No, she buys the filet of fish my dad, though. I mean, he'll just eat, like, two of them. and like <laughs> That's so terrible. So, no, with Good Friday, you know, all that. We're in Lent now, so. Um, no, uh, 
but yeah, that's that's back when got one of those. Day. I yeah, I won't. I don't. The only thing I can stand to ingest at McDonald's at this point anymore in my life is uh, their iced coffees and shamrock shakes. I like their uh, iced tea pretty much, but I don't put any swan yeah. or anything else. It's like the iced tea, I think, is okay. Yeah, I can't drink tea. I get migraines from tea. Tea and lemonade give me migraines. Um, Dude, if, if we're speaking about tea, whatever you do, do not drink any carbonated tea. Oh, that's that's terrible. Dude, I found that out firsthand where it's like my boss at my work yesterday was she was going through some bit of the, like the stuff that she was trying to throw out, and we had a bunch of cans of like uh, carbonated like uh, ice, like these I like freaking like iced tea or something like that. And it wasn't brisk; it was some other brand, uh-huh. right? And so she took a taste of it. She's like, nah, I don't kind of like the taste of it. And it's like, she was going to throw out the cans. I'm like, hey, let me try one of these cans. So I, I crack open one of the cans. I take a sip of it. And I taste tea, right? But yet it's like a sparkling sort of water sort of thing. That's where nice. it's like, it's carbonated. And I'm like, oh, well, no, this doesn't taste right at all. <laughs> Gables, I was hoping you said you like took the two cans, you smashed them together, chugged them, and you fucking stunned her right then and there. <laughs> That's what you should have done. That's what you should have done. No, but I'll, I'll tell you what I did Stone do was after I drank one or two sips of the damn thing, I started burping consistently for like five minutes. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot, though. That's how I am with like carbonation. Like, I, because I don't drink a lot of carbonation ever since I quit drinking soda. Um, so, like, I get burpier more, especially like you, if you listen to me down this podcast, I burp a lot just because I'm drinking these beers and the carbonation in them. Like, that's all the carbonation I get is from beers. And I, the only time I drink is during the show. Um, it's it's weird where the drunkenness podcast like dude you could tell like when we made the show we were in our early twenties <laughs> that name <laughs> meant a lot more back then than it does now but uh, yeah yes, but, yeah like name was the going mild podcast yeah yeah we <laughs> we we drink our we drink the we drink our beers with our pinky up podcast so, so, no. mm. yeah it's a couple beers podcast at this point now um but uh, even though I, I am on my third beer now I'm going crazy. This shit's like seven and a half percent. It's nuts, um, but yeah, um, you know. It, it, so the shamrock shake got one of those. My parents buy me over for dinner today, so that mm-hmm. was nice. Uh, so I had, I went over had dinner, and I'm like, you know what? I want a shamrock shake because you know, I drove by and I saw the sign for shamrock shake. Shake got one, and I had brought Louie with me over to my parents and stuff, so he can um, he can come over and no, he doesn't get left here by himself. And uh, I got him a uh, got him a scoop of ice cream, so he's pretty happy with it. Um, so it's been, it's been a pretty good evening, you know, and I had a decent chunk of time off this week. So that was nice. Yeah. I ended up at, like, I talked about, um, if you want to hear, all, we're not, we're going to talk much about the Nintendo direct. If you guys, are, that's where you want to mostly like hear a lot about, uh, we did a whole separate podcast where we talked almost two and a half or almost two hours about the direct on, uh, Wednesday. Uh, so check that out for episode four ten. Okay. Uh, you can it's on everything. It's on Twitch, on YouTube. It's on everything. If you want to hear that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I had, you know, I had Wednesday off, had Thursday off, and then uh, had uh, I took Saturday off from my second job, so that was fucking nice. And then, um, to, so you know, I was talking about I was in a bit of a gaming slump, and then I, I fucking snapped out of that shit this week. <laughs> it's so easy to snap out of it too. I mean, if you go into a long stint of time where it's like you've been working consistently, like you barely have enough time to play something, and all of a sudden you actually make some time, whether you have a day off that uh, you didn't think you were gonna get, or. Yeah, you know, just randomly wake up one morning at like around six or seven o'clock, and all of a sudden be like, you know, what? I want to play some Mario today. Which is that—that's exactly what ended up happening a couple of days ago with me. <laughs> then it's all of a sudden yeah. you're just 
having a good chunk of time, like that good solid hour, hour and a half or something like that. And it's like, oh, I feel better. Let's go to work today. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, makes like that's like, like I talked about a couple weeks ago. I've been in a bit of a gaming slump and I go always go into a gaming slump about this time of year. But I was always thinking about it through this week. I'm like every job I've had or like since we've been doing this podcast um, and really the last like six, seven years, all my jobs I've had like like this is like the busy time of the year, like that December, yeah. January stretch, even some, you know, all the winter stretch is like crazy time for me um, with both with my last job and my current job. Um, my main current main job, even my second job, it's crazy this time of year, but anyways, um, so it's just like crazy working more hours and you're just more mentally drained. So it's like, when you want to come home and you jump into a game, it's just like, you know, like, yeah, we play games relaxed, but it's also, you still have to have like some, something there to like, you know, get invested to them. And so it's like, I've been like just watching a lot of movies and TV shows lately. Mm. Um, I, I'll try, I'll, you know, I'll try to jump into shit like, like, and it's just not clicking for me. And it's just like this week, like it's sometimes also sometimes it's just, maybe it's just, you're not, you're not like, there's no games that are just speaking to you. You know, like I might get there in the summertime where it's like, I have jobs like my last job I had where it's like summertime is like, that's all your time is like, you have like, you work, you're working 48 hour days. You're home by three o'clock every day. You don't work weekends. And it's like, all right, cool. Oh, there's no fucking games to play, you know, for the most part in the, in the summer. So it's like shit. So it's like you know, so you're not playing a lot, but because it's just nothing there speaking to you, to like grab your attention. Um, and I was just like, uh, I found a couple games this week that um, it was perfect. It just kind of lined up perfectly where I had the time off, and then uh, play played picked up a couple games that uh, really speak to me. And you know, fuck it, you know we're we're here, so let's just talk what we've been playing. Um, yes. Is it okay if I go uh, if I go first? Yes, go ahead. All right, cool. Um, so I'll try to get through this um, quickly. So. You know, uh, I was talking about Wednesday. I ended up surprised. I, my boss called me, told me to come in. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I sat down, and I've been wanting to play that Gears 5, the High Buster DLC. It's actually like, so it's a, um, I don't usually, I mean, I don't go back to, the, I love the Gears for the campaign. I don't care about the multiplayer stuff. And there's this team called the Scorpio Squad, which I believe are just like, they're characters in the, that are only in the uh, <clears throat> online part. But there's like, they have their characters, and there's like, they're, they're called the Scorpio Squad, I believe. And um, our Squad Scorpio, one and two. And uh, there's like some back, there's some backstory there too. But I don't know, like how much they go into it in the multiplayer part. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, so they they did like this actual like story content for them. It's you know you could play. There's three of them, and uh, like Keegan, Ray, I don't remember the other person's name. But anyways, um, they uh, they threw this out here. It's like it's only like three hours to be. It's if you have Game Pass. Um, it's it comes with it for free with Game Pass on top of Gears Five. The DLC is free, and I was like, I didn't think the DLC part of that was in it for free. I was fully intending on buying. I think it's only like ten bucks, and I was like, I was just gonna buy it, check it out, and then it's free. Fuck yeah! So I've been playing it. Uh, boy, does this does this game make my Xbox Series X sound loud? Uh, <laughs> or Xbox, uh, not Series X, Xbox One X. Sorry. Um, oh man, it sounds like my PS4 Pro. Uh, playing Last of Us Two, just like fucking. I, I thought the thing was gonna take off in my uh my tv stand but um <clears throat> play through all that I, I think it's really good the characters are fine the story is not great like they become like they come together really fast and then like they like they hate each other but you don't like the the, the two the two guys keegan and ray don't really like each other right um but you don't know, like they like really they go from like they really jump to hating each other really fast 
It's like, okay, that's why you like, I get, you got like, you know, you don't dislike, you guys don't like each other very much. That's fine. But it's like, you guys really don't like each other really, really fast after a few comments or <laughs> decisions. And then like at the end, they're family. I'm like, what the, f- this is like, <laughs> the, 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 how did, at the end, like, what, what, you're my brother. And it's like, I'm, like, I'm not spoiling I know, but it's, it's whatever. I'm like, this is not fucking Fast Furious. You don't have eight fucking movies to build this up of family. Um, you have, this is a three hour goddamn campaign. And I get it. It's short. It's whatever. And the, the, the story's fine, but it's like, yeah, I don't play Gears. I like the characters in Gears. I think the story's been great in three, four, and five. Um, for for gears, it's not like Last of Us or like you know, a border, uh, not Tales of the Borderland or but Walking Dead. Expected to be Telltale like a, game, a good action movie type of story. Yes, exactly. Yeah, on that scale of like an action game or what you want from like, uh, it's better than an action, a, a typical action game or like an action movie. Uh, and this is more on the level of what you expect from like an action movie kind of story. Where it's like we went some places really fast. <laughs> I don't know why, but the moment the gameplay is really cool. I like it's just more gears really is all it is and each one it's it's kind of more like uh, the the multiplayer where or more like a horror mode where like you're just fighting off like you, a lot of it's fighting off waves of enemies each of them has like um, like cooldown and like uh, special abilities with cooldowns in them that's very similar to what you expect from like the the horror mode and um, yeah it's fine I think it's really good uh, if you guys are like if you're somebody that's wanting just more gears game you could do three player online co op three player co op uh, if you guys you look for some just want something more of that. It, that it's there for you. I think it's. I think it's really, really good. It's like I said, it's not uh, on. It's nowhere near. I think on the level of you know the last few gears like main campaign. But I love playing gears. I love the gameplay. I love the loop of it, um, and it's just more of it. And I liked it a lot. Um, the other game cables. So I ended up, I played through Gears Five High Buster in like two sittings. I played like the first like two hours, and then I sat. I literally um, went to work Thursday, and they're like, "Oh, you don't." Yeah, just go home. We don't have anything we're doing. All right, fine. That works for me. Went home, knocked out the rest of it, like the last hour of it. Um, had a lot of fun with that. The other game I, I sat down, I played for about, I, I started kind of late on Thursday. Um, it's a game called Haven. It's on Game Pass as well. I downloaded it a couple weeks ago. I believe it came out on PC in like December. And it just came to like uh, Game uh, Game Pass and all the consoles, Switch, PS4, PS5, all those a few weeks ago. Um, and I, I downloaded it uh, at the same time I downloaded Gears five we download gears five to play high busters and um i played it for like 30 minutes or so thursday night i'm like i like what i'm playing so far but it was kind of too late in the evening to like really get invested in it right. like, this is a game i just need to come back to when i like it's earlier in the day i have time to play it. like this is a game i feel like i, I want to give a shot to like yeah. I, I i am interested but i want to give this game a fair shot and like i know if i keep playing it and I'm like it's just, i'm not you know if, I, if i'm playing it trying to play it before bedtime it's not it's just not click for me so anyways, fast forward to Saturday. I sat down about 12.30 um, Saturday. And next thing I know, it's um, 8.30 uh, at night. I got tears in my eyes and I'm watching the fucking credits roll on this game. Um, th- yeah, so I could not quit playing this fucking game. I, this was the game I needed and I didn't know I needed. And it's like, I, I, like I said, I've tried jumping in other games and this wasn't clicking for me. And this was just the game I fucking needed to like snap me out of that that um, slump I've been in of gaming uh, and just like getting invested in these characters and everything that's going with it. So Haven, uh, I showed you the, some gameplay and I showed yes. you the, 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 the uh, intro, um, be, like the intro song uh, before, uh, before we started recording. And um, so Haven, it's like a, uh, the two player, it's a, well, you can play two players. I, I, I want to mention that, but I, I don't, if it's on, it's in person, two player. Uh, but uh, I played it all one player. And it's, 
probably really more meant for one player, but it's possible to play with like they. It's like they, I was I was looking up shit, shit about Haven uh, before I played it, and there was like one of the games like people recommended to play like like perfect Valentine's Day games to play with your partner, and like Haven was in there. Um, so this is a game it's two characters. There's K the male and you the female. Uh, y U is how you spell her name. Um, and uh, you're on this planet called uh, they they it's early in the game they call it they they name it Source. And um, you don't really know why you're there. It's all a mystery, and you shit happens throughout the game as you learn more about it. But like, there's this weird shit going on with this game. Like, there's like what, what what's what ha- or what happened with this with this world, this planet you're in. Something happens, and like it breaks into like part of it breaks off into different. They're called islets, but they're like little islands. Like they're floating though in the sky, and I think there's like over forty, and they're but they're small. They're like you can traverse the whole thing in a minute or two, um, and. You, you get you like you escape this uh like kind of like a dictatorship like uh planet you're on where like they match make you with people and like these two people k and you are just absolutely in love with each other and um they escape and their their ship called nest uh to go on this planet so they can be together because otherwise they would force them to go be with the people they're match make with and something happened, like the, there's like an earthquake happens and then your uh, ship gets like destroyed. So you can't even like, you could still sleep in it. You can still got power, but you can't fly it. Um, you can't do anything with it. So they, it's kind of like Pikmin in a way where you're like, you got to like find, like as you're traversing through these different islets, you have to find the pieces of the ship or find pieces to fix your ship um, in a way. And like there are like um, sleep cycles and stuff like that. It's not like on a timer though. It's just like, as you like, as time goes on, you have to like, you have to go to sleep. And a lot of the game is, is like in the, the back and forth conversations, like a good chunk of the game is back and forth conversations where, um, you can actually control the dialogue. And it's not like all dialogue, like a mass effect or something like that, where you pick everything they say, but like, you can kind of pick the direction of the conversation. So you can pick, uh, like it starts off the conversation and then like you can pick K's option. And like, sometimes I don't really fully understand how it works out, but like, it makes them like if you say something, you say this, you can K will feel confident or you will feel confident. And um, you can kind of pick the flow of the, of the conversation, how it goes. And uh, it's not like, you know, like I said, you're not picking everything they say, but it's like you pick this and that directs the conversation this way. And then you can pick this and it'll direct the conversation this way. You just kind of pick how you want to go. Anyways, um, the, 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 the way they, the, the way these characters are, are they're just, they're two really great characters, uh, which is a big, I mean, the game is just these two guys. Are two male and female. This is it. This, this is all it is. And what really makes this game is th- them and how their relationship progresses and um, them as a character is how they grow as a couple. Like it feels like a, f- like it feels more like a couple that I've ever seen in like a video game, a movie, a TV show I've ever, like it feels so fucking real. It's, it's, even though you're on a this fake planet, it's like it's, it's super crazy, like spaceship, it's whatever. Like, these two people and the way they like have a conversation about like and like they they reference it's not like a dirty game at all whatever they don't like there's some like i mean i wouldn't like a, like a 10 year old play this game but like there are like they mention like they talk about their sex life they talk about things and it's like but they like it feel like you know i like or they have like an argument about something it's like all this feels like real like i'm like i think you play this game and you like you know like it's like i've had i've been in these situations it feels organic it doesn't feel like every argument or every uh, stereotypical thing you've seen in a TV show or movie ever. It's just like, you know, it's just like, it feels like a real relationship, but these two are just like absolutely in love. It's like ridiculous. I am like, 
I hope one day, and this isn't a pity me thing at all. I hope one day I fucking find someone that makes me as happy, uh, half as happy as you makes K happy or K makes you happy. It's, it's so fucking nuts how too much these two people love each other. If you want to feel alone, even if you're in a relationship, I think you will, this will make you feel fucking alone. Like, oh man, like fuck. Like this, these, these two are fucking fantastic people. They absolutely love each other. They just want to be with her 24 seven. They are wonderful people. I love them both. Um, but to get into like the nuts and bolts of the game, like I feel like the, the gameplay is fine. So it, like I said, it's like Pikmin. You like you're trying to find stuff to rebuild your ship, and fix your fit, ship, uh, and then also the moment to moment stuff of like going around the island and like you get like there's rust covering the island and it makes like the creatures on the island kind of go nuts. And it's kind of like flower and uh, um, like there's this flow, this like blue like wave stuff you could like you have to like refill your boots with mm-hmm. and. You fly over the, you have to like, you'll find it throughout as you're like traversing these islands and shit like that. And you have to also use a flow to like, there'll be like, uh, like, you know, like there's a mountain up there, like a next level you can't get up and you have to, uh, use the, like flow, use the flow and follow the flow, but it zigzags. So you have to like follow it and you can drift a little bit to like help you kind of keep traversing to get up to that level. Um, but also like with the rust on the ground, it's like this red shit and you have to fly over it. And it's like, this is where the flower part kind of kicks in where you like, you want to like get rid of the, uh, the rut. You don't have to. It's all you get. It's a good way to like grind for resources and shit. Not really grind, but like you get resources you can use to like uh, give yourself um, like healing item, like to create healing items. Also, that you need it to like fix your ship. But um, you f- you fly around. You fly over the f- the the uh, rust with the with your boots and your flow. You your you have, and it like gets rid of the rust on each of the areas. Right. And there's a bunch of little like little small islets, but like I said, they're very small. Um, and then, like you can actually, like, it, like I said, makes the um, some of the creatures on the, on the in the game go crazy, and you have to battle some of them, but you don't kill them. Uh, and then it gets this is where like the, the gameplay part is. And it's like it's an active. I don't want to say turn based, but it, but it's it's active because uh, I don't really fully understand sometimes how the timing works out. Because some characters, some enemies attack faster than others. Uh, some you can you don't know when they're going to attack. Some like they have like almost like a build up. Like you can see like based off their movement, like. Uh, they're going to attack me here in a second. Like they have like almost kind of like when you do like a solar beam or something in Pokemon where it's like, all right, they're skipping a turn kind of thing. Like they're, they're right. charging up for an attack. Um, and you can use things to like knock them off, like to like uh, kind of like uh, confuse them in a way where like you knock them and it kind of like stuns them a little bit. And like, you can do more damage when you stun them. And like you, you control both characters at the same time. Like the left analog stick controls K, the right uh, analog stick controls you, but you're not moving around, but you pick like, left will be blast which is like you do like a like a like a like a beam with the flow from a distance and you hit them with like a light uh impact is like a you fly up and you hit them you punch them or kick them uh you use shield where like shield will like block uh the attacks for both characters so you hold shield down but you have bars you got to fill up so it takes a few seconds um to fill up these bars so you like this is where like the timing comes in and um you can use shield to like like so that way like one person keep attacking and it doesn't have to worry about taking damage. Um, and like it, you take a lot less damage if you're shielding. Um, then uh, there's a pacify. So once you knock out the enemy, you pacify them. That means that you just basically like you, I don't know, it just takes them out of the battle. But if you don't pacify the enemy after you, you knock out all their, uh, their HP, uh, they'll come back after a certain amount of time. Some enemies come back within a few seconds. Some enemies come back after 20 or 30 or a minute. So it's all about like timing where it's like, all right, so this guy's about to get knocked out. So I'm going to have K, I'm going to fill up his blast, but I'm also going to be filling up U's uh, pacify, the bar. So as soon as I hit the blast with K, I have the pacify ready to go to, to pacify the enemy. 
So that way they don't mm. come back because they come back I really see. fast. So it's all about working the strategy. Each enemy uh, has their own way. You got to defeat them. Um, but you have like an, uh, an, an XP bar that you fill up, but it's really more about like the more XP you, you build up, it's more about like it jumps more into like dealing with like the characters. You learn more about their backstory, more about them. They have conversations. Right. Every time you right. fill up, you fill up the bar and you like level up, you, um, you, you, uh, you just get drunk. Characters just get drunk together <laughs> and like you learn more about them and like they have like deep conversations. They're kind of really progress. Like it isn't how you can, you don't have to fill it up. Like it's, it's a different, I got the achievement for filling it up just cause I wanted to like, I, I want to spend more time with these characters as possible. Um, but uh, like I, I filled it up and it's just more about like, it ju- you just learn more about the characters and like you like you'll, your attacks will get better and stuff like that. But I think there's only like, you only do it like five or six times and you can, you max it out. But Really, you you fill up your bar more, like your XP bar more, from like having those conversations, um, and like, just like most like the battles when you when you win a battle against like generic enemies, like the amount you fill your battle your bar up is so fucking tiny that like it's actually like because K is actually a really good cook when you use the engineer. So K, like you you find um, these um, you know you find apple dews or you find bobo nuts or you find all these different things throughout as you're traveling. And you like you can use these bubble nuts and to, to cook different recipes, and you don't know what they what they'll make. You don't know if you will like them, but if you like them a lot, you'll get you'll get more experience points that way, and you you can get a lot more experience points from uh, just doing that. But you can't like you can't just eat all the time. Like you like there, as you like actually travel around more of the of the uh, world, you get hungry and hunger, which actually comes into it. Like if you've been going out there fighting a lot and just traveling a lot, you haven't gone back to the ship for a while. Like it actually makes them hungry, and your bar as you're fighting will fill up slower. So it actually has an impact on all that as well. It's like it makes it makes battling more challenging if you're like if you just keep going without going back to the ship and, and stuff like that. Um, and they even say at the beginning, I want to point out, like they say that this game is not meant to be a challenging game, which it's not. I beat the game without not getting knocked out once. Just a few times I got close, but it's more just me. Um, I ran out of healing items, but I kept going, kept going, kept going because I want to go back to my ship. And then the frustration at the beginning is like sometimes like how much traversing you have to do to like get back and forth between places. Cause it's like all like, it's almost like uh it's kind of like a, a Metroid style, like Castlevania style where like everything feels far, far, far away to get to. And it's annoying to go back to these locations. But eventually if you um, explore enough, um, it all kind of like wraps around. So like the shortcuts you can get, you can jump right back and forth to like get to these locations. There's camps you can like go and you can cook at like as you're traversing the world and like, uh, the, eventually there's fast travel, but the fa- I don't really care much for the fast travel uh, in, in the game. But because eventually you have, like you, if you traverse enough, you don't need the fast travel. Fast traveling is actually like a waste of time because you got to cook something, give it to this animal, and he'll fly you to a, a section. Um, but instead of wasting items, I'm just like it'll take me 20 seconds because I've I've checked out enough islets that everything kind of like it's so close together. Like I don't need to like it to get from here to you know, I'm gonna try and get the camera here. from here to here. Like this would have taken me a long time to get there, but now I've like I've gone up here, down here, up here, like and everything all now is like together. So it's like boom, boom, and and the islet, like I said, the islets are so small you can just get there in like two minutes. And the and the uh, the um, you're gonna see a lot of uh, loading screens, but the loading screens are like four seconds. They're so they're so fucking fast. They're they're very short. Um, and the loading screens are adorable. It's just the two characters in like weird situations. Um, but uh, yeah, I. <sighs> Man, I love this game. Like, uh, I love these characters. I love this. Uh, I 
you know, like I always talk, like I talk about, like sometimes you get those like those small indie games that kind of come out of nowhere and just like just like take over you. You know, like that you just get invested in. Like it's like a, it's like one of those games. Like it's like a celeste to me, or like playing through Telltale's Walking Dead the first time, or Life is Strange, where it's just like I absolutely loved this game and I could not. I, I can't believe like it just came like or Forgotten Anne, where it just came out of nowhere for me and just like right. I, I, I as soon as I was done with it, I was like I went on Reddit, which I never do. I I go on Reddit, but I don't really write in there. I went on Reddit. I went on the Haven Games Reddit thing. I went on uh, a couple other places. And I'm like, I just like one of these games. I just, I got done playing. It's like you ever, I don't know if like you ever get this way, Gables or every gamers do, but it's like you get done like or like you watch a movie or a TV show. It's like you just want to go fucking tell everybody about how great this game, how great this thing mm-hmm. is. And like that was me. I was like, like I it was like this is me like on it's like the like the internet version of me standing on top of a rooftop shouting how great this fucking game is. Like I was going on, like I went on the Haven thing, just was through this whole long fucking thing about how I love this game. I went on other places. I'm like, guys play this fucking like, communities. I'm like, play this fucking game. It's so good. And it's like, I've, I've like listened to the whole soundtrack on YouTube today. Um, like it is fantastic. Uh, it's uh by a uh, game company called uh, game bake. Uh, they made uh, Fury, which was like a PS Plus game. Oh uh, yeah, four like five game. years ago, six years ago. Yeah, like I I liked. The, I, I remember checking out because I love the art style of it, and I was just like, it's a boss rush game. I ended up I couldn't get past like, the third or fourth boss. Like I just wasn't gonna buy. Like remember liking the game. I talked about the game years ago, and I was like, I just I'm not good enough, good at this game. But uh, yeah, I these characters are so fucking good. The art and the music in this game is top fucking notch. I adore this game. And I'm just like I I am all about this game. And you have like the creatures are adorable. You have an adorable little pet that you name Oink, and I love him very much. Um, but yeah, and there's two endings that can happen in this game. There's a good and a bad ending. Um, and like, yeah, I don't want to say well, I'm going to stop myself there because I not really spoiled something, but I can it could be a spoiler. But yeah, I adore this fucking game, and I it's on Game Pass. It's 25 bucks everywhere else. Um, if you have Game Pass, just Go out and look up the opening, um, the opening, like music video for this game at the when you start like boot the game up, and uh, if that intrigues you, then look up some gameplay of it. But I don't know even the gameplay. Like, the, the, like I said, the, the moment to moment gameplay is okay, and it's like it's definitely one of those things where like I feel like if I tried to one hundred percent this game, like before I finished it, I would have fell off of it. Like I would like because the gameplay is not something I want to do for long stretches of time because it's not right. Like I said, the battling is not very hard but like it can get difficult just if you if you go too long like because you just want to keep going keep going keep going but eventually your characters get hungry or you got to go back and you gotta go sleep but it's like it's the moment to moment stuff of like just when your characters are talking it's just like i i, I didn't look at my phone once like and i do this all i'll play a game and i'll like as soon as like a cutscene pops on or loading screen i'm like look at my phone whatever scrolling through and it's like i i didn't want to look at my phone i i, I was just so engrossed with these characters they're I don't want to miss any of the dialogue anything they're saying they want to fuck up the choices I made on what they're saying this game is top notch it 10 out of 10 masterpiece to me um yeah uh, uh and then I I played a sh- I, I uh yeah I, I played fucked on that and then I I started I went to jump back in the I feel like five hours of God of War today because they did a the PS5 patch oh uh a couple weeks ago so it's 4k 60 frames per second which sexy as fuck but uh <laughs> not as sexy as k and you um but yeah anyways that is uh what i've been playing this week uh any questions gables before we move on um to you honestly not really too much questions i mean i know the 
the gameplay and the battle mechanics seem very interesting yeah. inside of Haven and seem like more like a turn-based type of thing that I saw from the initial footage. But definitely, it definitely feels like a game that uh, should be at least give a try, especially if you have yeah. Game Pass. I mean, 25 bucks. I mean, hell, the quality's there, which it sounds like it is, you know? At least it's going to be worth a shot in order to, uh, for someone on the outside looking in, looking like they want to yeah. play something a bit different. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, I, yeah, yeah. I was almost going to go on PS5 and just buy it on PS5 just to give them money. <laughs> I'm like, please, <laughs> take my money. I don't feel like, I, I, I played on Game Pass. I don't feel like you got my money for money. So yeah, the time I, I probably, where you play a game for free and you really feel like you want to give the devs money. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel legitimately bad. I, I rarely do I, like I, play a game on Game Pass or PS Plus. I'm like fuck, you know whatever. I never I've never felt that way where I'm like ah oh, I should probably give them money, but I, now I feel like I should give them money. Go ahead, no, I'm sorry. All right. What have you been playing, so, buddy? So. In regards to what I've been playing, played a little bit more of Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury. I have gone through, I've gone through World 2, and I know I've done half of World 3. The game is still incredibly fun to play. I'm remembering tidbits of here and there when I first played it initially on the Wii U. I'm finding myself exploring all of the level, all of the level terrains, like from each stage, because it's so... It's so interesting for me just to go and try to explore little crevices and seeing if I can rediscover the secret spots in a lot of the uh, areas in order to get the, the green stars, the different stamps, and other types of reference. Like, inside of one stage in uh, World 2, if you go towards like the little underground stage or something like that and you climb up as Cat Mario, you can actually see a little sprite of like a, uh, like a NES Mario Oh. Like uh, going, like just standing and then crouching over and over again. And what's kind of interesting is there was another stage in that same world, I believe, where as soon as you get the pole and you go down and stuff, there's a little fire Luigi, a miniature fire Luigi sprite that just flashes a little bit, kind of like a confetti. But uh, yeah, the definitely the game feels very fantastic. It's kind of the same thing that I was stating about last week, where I've played little bits, gameplay's still good, the new content in that regards I haven't quite experienced yet, but I do feel that the game is a bit faster. I do feel that the game definitely has more like ease of use type of stuff that the Wii U stuff hadn't, and I'm specifically talking about the access to, if you want to play online, you can play online. I haven't tried the online feature yet in terms of playing co-op with someone, but uh, I may do that eventually. But in regards to what I played from uh, stage, you know, the whole entirety of World 2 to World 3, I mean, the game's been an absolute blast. I found myself a couple days ago, after I woke up, took the dog out, got in, started playing a little bit of the Switch, I just powered on the game. And it was so relaxing, actually, because I was exploring little bits of things from, like, World 2, finally got all the stars out of World 2. And one thing I didn't realize is when I was checking the little menu from, like, uh, clicking uh, specific Edge. stats and what you need to do, it actually keeps track of the top of flagpoles that you get. Yeah, you get so, the gold flag, don't you? What's up? Don't you get a yeah. gold flag? Yeah. The top? yeah. There's actually a little marker where you can, if you want to, get all the gold flags inside of a specific world. And I think I've 
only have missed one so far, and that was like uh, 1-4, stage 1-4. But uh, still good. I do want to – I meant to put this at the top of the show, but I just want to put something on real fast here. I feel I feel almost naked. Uh. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> uh, you're metal. Yeah, so uh, for the audio listeners – I got my Extra Life medal. It's very shiny in the camera here uh, nice. for 2020. Uh, my gold medal for raising $1,000. I just want to say thank you to everybody that donated to me and helped me reach it. Uh, you can see back here, and if you're if you're watching, uh, right there is, I think that's 2018. I have 2017 on the other side. So this is my third one. I was $30 short last year, uh, or in 2019, of getting a silver medal, which to this day still bothers me. I'm also <laughs> repping my Extra Life shirt. I have like... I, I've talked about it before. I have a ridiculous amount of extra life shirts. It's it's not even funny. I could probably wear a different extra life shirt on this podcast every week for about three months and not wear the same one twice. Um, I, I could probably have a whole closet of just extra life stuff that I can wear at this point. I but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, I'm, I'm very close. I, I want to get the uh, the new the new shirt for this year. If you get two hundred boxes, very nice, very nice. I want to get it. So I want to add that to my collection. So uh, yeah, just wanted. To point that out thank you guys so much for uh donating making that happen for me uh i love these medals uh it's favorite thing we do every year so uh, hopefully get uh add number four to the collection this year um and check out extra-life.org to sign up or uh, donate uh now for 2021 uh they're actually um it was cool actually i've tweeted out earlier this week that uh iowa is having is on is, is already like shattering records for uh for the, for this year it was incredible. I don't know why or what's going on. If we have more people donating or more people participating than ever before, um, I'm usually in the, like the top like five every year um, when I when I participate. Uh, so there's people that are just they do way better than me. Like I'm always like I'm always in like the top two or three, and then game day happens, and I just I, I'm usually like one or two on game day going into it, and then I'll go look the day after game day, and I'm like I'm five by a, by a large margin. So um, yeah. Um, that's awesome. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, save those kids. But um, moving into some news here. Um, not a lot after we had the, we had the direct this week. But you know, I just want just want to touch up on real fast. Uh, you know, we're about four days now removed from the direct. When we talked, it was, it was just a few hours. You came right off of watching direct, and yeah. I had about four or five hours to after the direct. I was. I mean, is there anything opinion like just just a quick wrap up here like. Anything uh, opinion-wise change on you, or are you just kind of feeling overall the same about it? You gave it a nine out of ten, so right. Well, honestly, I feel I feel the same about that direct as how I'm feeling right now. To where I feel like it was a strong, it was definitely strong in terms of the variety of stuff that was presented. I did like a lot what was happening inside of it, regardless of what certain aspects of it people may not like. I mean, for example, it's like. I understand people don't like Skyward Sword as that much. Some people consider it one of the worst Zeldas. I personally do not agree with that sentiment because I still hold that the Philips CDI games those are trash. Well, take those take those out of the out. equation though. Would you put it towards? The, would you put it at the bottom still? Not no, including well, CDI. No, I would not put Skyward Sword at the bottom. I what mean, would you? I, what would you put below? Argument, below Sky? I want to know. I want to know where you are with Sky. Today is the 35th anniversary as we're recording of Zelda. And I want to know, Gables. I don't want to know the top five. I want to know the bo- like the bottom three Zelda Dude, games. I'll tell you this right now where 
I may have played my fair share of Zelda games, but I haven't played through a lot of them. But I tell you what, man, the bottom three... Well, let's see. Honestly, the bottom three is going to probably surprise a lot of people, but... Four Swords Man Adventures. Glass, Spirit yeah. Tracks. Yeah, those are bottom two. <laughs> and if I had to uh, really put into perspective, honestly, it's probably like Triforce Heroes. I'm okay. talking about the one where yeah. that's on the 3DS. And stuff. Yeah, that, that game is garbage. All right, all right, all right. Mainline Zeldas. Okay, so Mainline Zeldas, obviously. So. Bottom three, <laughs> given to me. Okay, well, I've already said about two of them, right? So it's like Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks are mainline. Console. Zelda Console. Console Bottom three. Bottom three. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm really just trying to work, work you into putting Skyward Sword in your bottom three. That's all I'm trying to do at this point. I know that's what you're <laughs> trying to do. And what's kind of hilarious about it, it's like... It probably would be inside the bottom three, but I don't think it would be the See? worst. Boom, done. Guys, Gables hates Skyward Sword. Told no, you. No, I do not hate Skyward Sword. I'm, I'm politicking my way. an hour of the damn game at most. That, that's why it's, you don't like it. You've only played an hour of it, and you don't like it. <laughs> See, boom, bad game. Terrible game. And I got to play it because I've been promising my best friend for 10 years that I played I this fucking game. If you put it on goddamn buttons... And now I gotta pay sixty dollars. I fucking pre-ordered the fucking uh, Joy Cons already. Fuck me. What am I doing? What is this? Oh, fuck <laughs> that's my copy of Skyward Sword that I've he, had. Gable for just years. pulled up for audio listeners his box copy <laughs> for the Wii of Skyward Sword, still in the packaging. The proof that he's never played the game because it's so bad. And what's he's, kind of hilarious about it is like I still have your receipt, the anniversary like CD. Nice. <laughs> The receipt's in there. You might want to. Th- maybe we could take it back and get your money back. <laughs> That's far removed, though. But probably worth I will more. Say than, it's like, yeah. yeah, I've had this game. It's in great condition. I've only played an hour of this over the past nine years yeah. <laughs> of owning it. But uh, that's just me and like how burnt out I was at the Wii towards the end of its life cycle. Yeah. But uh, what I'm saying, more or less, is like from the direct that we had. I'm fairly excited to play Skyward Sword. And that's mostly because of the right analog stick like uh motions, you know, yeah. with like the sword and this and that. But I haven't really changed too much about the Smash Reveal character. Was I disappointed that it that it uh it wasn't any other type of character? I mean hell, when you come off of like Steve from Minecraft and Sephiroth and stuff from Final Fantasy Seven, I mean anything's gonna feel like a downgrade in that retrospect. But I still maintain that uh, Mira was definitely a good addition in that regards because it provides more support for Xenoblade Chronicles as a series, which Sakurai did on, go on record to say that he was looking at putting in another character from that series in and of itself. But uh, we still got three, I want to say. Or two. was two? Two. Yeah, we still got about two more fighters left to unveil. Obviously, one of the two is more than likely going to be a huge third-party character that we probably have been wanting for years or we probably never even thought of but uh doom guy make it happen but yeah i'm i'm very excited still about mario golf that mario golf game i want to play the hell out of <laughs> mm. no more heroes 3 that's something i'm gonna play the hell out of come august so i was looking at the list of it where after that direct i started looking at the games that i'm going to want to play so obviously 
for the end of this month, you know, whether or not I play this on PS4 or Switch, you know, Persona 5 Scramble, that's a given. Next month, Monster Hunter Arise. You know, Monster Hunter Rise. During March, that's going to be a fun game to try to play. I played the demo of it. That looks fantastic. April, April, not really. Oh, yeah, the new Pokemon Snap game. That is going right there. May, not really too sure. That's probably going to be a gimme month to where I'm probably Mass may invest into something else. Mass Effect. <laughs> probably. It's Resident probably more likely going to be Mass Effect. Yeah. I could clearly say from now all the way to like around September, there is a game in every month where I could potentially play. From, yeah. You know, and that's something I could not say for last year with the whole COVID stuff, the whole this and that for the crap and all the other yeah. slowdowns well, in the gaming industry. You pretty much just had Animal Crossing Persona 5 like in March and then you were set till like October. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> and that's because of how strong I felt about both of those games to where they lasted throughout <clears throat> all of that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, what sorry. My, my opinion is about the same. Uh, and I, I do want to point out for the record that like, I feel like I've defended the $60 price point for Skyward Sword. And I don't want to say defended because I'm not trying to defend it because I don't think it's fair. And I don't, I don't, I don't like, I know it's four or not four. It's, it's 60 frames per second. It's HT, blah, blah. And they added bike controls, blah, blah. And, but it's sixty dollars. It's sixty dollars. I'm not mad about it. I assumed it was going to be. I assume Wind Waker and and Twilight Princess are going to be sixty dollars as well, um, a piece. And it's like I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. But it's just like maybe because I expected it. But it's like I've seen a lot of people, like not really outraged, but like shocked and some outrage about the price point. But I'm just like it's Nintendo. I mean, their prices of their games don't go down. Mario Kart no. Eight sold ten million copies last year. Why would they lower the price? And I'm not defending the, any of these, but it's just like they also know that like people buy Nintendo consoles primarily to play Nintendo games. Yep, they're going to come out and people are going to buy them, and that's just that's just how it is. But I, I will say this though, like I, I my argument for not being right is, is like we look at Mass Effect Legendary Editions coming out in May, May 14th to be exact, and you look at that's three fucking big ass 40, 50 hour games. Yep, more if you want more if you want to do everything, and. A piece, 40, 50 hour games. Like I'm going to put a hundred plus hours in this fucking, in these three games easily. And they're, they're totally redoing mass effect one to like bring up the, the update, the gameplay of it. And also making these games 4k 60 frames per second on last gen consoles. Um, and that's, it's going to be 60 bucks. You look at the 3d all-stars collection we had just last year. They put did the same exact thing that we're talking about with, uh, Mario, uh, galaxy. They, they, HD'd it. They they put put button controls in it, and they put Mario Sunshine, which hasn't been playable in anything besides GameCube, ever, yeah. for almost twenty years. They put it on there, and then they also threw in 3D or, or Mario sixty four as well, and they that that whole package is sixty bucks. So to me, like I I'm not trying to defend it, but I'm just trying to say, I don't know why people are shocked at this point, of, of the price points of these games, and I'm not like I said, I I think it's. I'm not going to throw a fit about it just because I know Nintendo and that, that's just how Nintendo is. But it's like if this game was 40 bucks, would like I mean I'm going to buy it at 60 bucks, so I can't really bitch too much about it. I'd but if it was 40 bucks, I'd say it's more fair. Um, you know, especially when people are like pointing out like it was on when it came out in the Wii, it came with a gold joy. You can get a gold uh, Wii mote 
and the game for 70 bucks. Yep. And now if you want the game and the joy cons, it's 140 bucks. So, uh, just kind of, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's one sixty for the other. Yeah. Some of the, some of the, the, the joy con, the controllers are more expensive than the game, but, um, yeah. Yeah. My, my opinion is the same. Otherwise I just want to point that out for the record. Uh, is I just feel like I'm defending it too much when I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just trying to like, this is, you know, just as someone that paid attention to gaming and knows Nintendo uh, for as long as in my entire life, uh, it's, it's just whatever. Um, but a quick thing I want to touch, you know, one thing I, I first mentioned on the on the Nintendo Direct reaction show we did a few days ago was okay. I was kind of disappointed by the lack of Pokemon news. Because also right. this week is the Pokemon anniversary for the 25th anniversary. Um, you know, it's like Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap is coming out April 30th. I thought we'd like... You know, we saw like Monster Hunter Rise, like, hey, here's the thing. But the fault comes out next week. Here's the thing about it. Like, they always like touch upon games that are coming out soon on these directs. Uh, and it's like, well, why is a new Pokemon snapping here? Well, I didn't think about it. Pokemon Day, uh, the, the anniversary, is on Saturday. The, the yep. My calendar is there anymore. 27. Thank you. I, I used to have a calendar right here, but then I put it down and I have a picture of Louie there now. Uh, I have much better. a calendar right in front of me. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, but so uh, that's what Gil's here for. He's, you know, his mom giving out late breaking news, and he has a calendar. Um, but uh, anyways, um, yeah. So February twenty seventh, that is Pokemon Day. You know, we, you know, I remember like the twentieth anniversary. We had they announced Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow coming to three DS, I believe, and then also they like yeah. twitched to the twenty four hour stream thing. I remember that was a really cool day where like they announced all the shit. Like all the games, they didn't, I don't think they announced on the day, but the games came out on that day. And then, like, we played it on 3DS all the day. And then, like, Justin oh, came yeah. over. When Justin was on the show, he came over to my house. And we would record the show. And we just, like, we were watching Twitch on t- on my TV and fucking <laughs> uh, playing the game together. All of us, it, it, was, it was a good day. It was a good time. That was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. But um, anyways, uh, I'm just wondering, you know, maybe we're going to see some new Pokemon Snap. Because all we've gotten really is an announcement last year in a direct, I want to say. Or last year, just that we had to write them. They announced it, and then uh, or they did that weird Pokemon thing last year, and then they we had a trailer like a like a month ago when they gave out the date, and other than that we have we haven't had anything. We've we've seen a little bit of gameplay, so I'm wondering if we're just gonna like I'm not I don't I'm not expecting pie in the sky stuff here, but I don't think I don't think we're gonna if if something happens at Pokemon Day, I don't foresee a big Pokemon announcement as far as like the next Pokemon game because usually we get those. Um, I don't know. I guess, I mean, things are different now, but we used to always get it like two weeks before the E3, they'd always announce the Pokemon game for that year. So they'd always do like a Pokemon Direct a couple weeks for E3 to get the Pokemon stuff out of the way. Uh, but maybe things are different now. I don't know. But uh, and, you know, obviously, COVID, it seems like Nintendo's probably been hit hardest by the, the by COVID than the big three companies um, in gaming. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we'll just maybe see some. Um, New Pokemon uh, Snap stuff. Maybe we'll hear more about that Pokemon Mogaba game uh, if we get anything at all. Are you, are you expecting anything for Pokemon Day? Because I don't feel like... Yes. I mean, the, for, real fast, I'm sorry. I don't feel like we, we get too much stuff on Pokemon Day outside of, like, the 20th anniversary and maybe possibly the 25th. But go ahead. Well, yes, I'm definitely expecting something in regards to news this coming week or even on the day itself because there are still a lot of he- heavy rumors going along in regards to not only more gameplay stuff in terms of the new Pokemon Snap, but also still rumblings and potential Diamond and Pearl remakes. 
I'm not sure whether or not we'll actually see that, so taking this with a grain of salt, but there are definitely heavy rumors that potentially on Pokemon Day there may be news in regards to the unveiling of the remasters of Diamond and Pearl. So yeah. in that regard, it's like there's definitely a lot of potential that can happen. There definitely is like uh, because it's a marquee year for the Pokemon franchise being its 20th what was it 25th anniversary yep. in that regards definitely they're going to do do a lot of stuff in correlation to celebrating the entire year hell they've had a whole bunch of different partnerships from like Post Malone into like freaking Katy Perry to like this type of stuff so they definitely have Nintendo has definitely put in the big bucks in regards to trying to advertise out what is initially this year and stuff because in and of itself Pokemon is the most popular franchise in the world <laughs> even more so say like with Disney in regards to like other types of franchises along like that line so I definitely expect some form of news to be shared either on the day or maybe even like throughout this week but if I had to be a betting man I think we hear about the Diamond and Pearl remakes this week yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for the the let's go gold and silver over that. I'd rather That's have the possible. let's go. I mean, you know, even though I like, I'd rather I like the main games more than the let's go games. I'd rather play the gold. Just as a old school fan, I would much rather play gold and silver than play uh, the diamond and pearl stuff. Um, yeah, I I hope so. It'd be cool to hear the, get some news out of it. And yeah, the Post Malone concert is on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, right, it is so, on the it, Pokemon day yes yeah so i mean maybe yeah so maybe they'll make they actually have a little event of it so hopefully just we'll imagine post malone singing the pokemon theme oh man i just want to hear the pokemon rap that's all i want <laughs> Get... <God. laughs> that'd be awesome uh let's hope so um uh, but some other news here some non-nintendo uh, news here uh gables huh. you and i we just uh I-, I watched the trailer a few days ago uh you watched the trailer for the podcast the Mortal yes. Kombat movie trailer just came out um, this week as well. Um, what was your thoughts on that trailer? I definitely like what I saw. The trailer has a lot of potential in regards to the quality of the film itself. I did like a lot of the references that it made, not only for specific characters, mm-hmm. but also for like specific moves, like different types of like rival sort of combat things, like the usual thing that you would expect from a Mortal Kombat, like anything. Obviously, the rivalry between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, you see that in full effect. You see, in one trailer scene, you see, like, uh, Jax getting his arms pretty much froze off by Sub-Zero and and all of a sudden replaced by, like, these mechanical arms, kind of like how he does in the game. There was some little bit of hokey parts here and there, especially towards, like, the beginning part of the trailer, where it kind of gave me vibes of total, like, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which I did not like, obviously, and that's kind of the continuous like consensus where it's like Mortal Kombat that movie when it first released back in the 90s there are people that did like the film but the sequel is universally like just hated oh it's bad it's 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 all the worst things of a video game movie Annihilation yes I feel like that this video game adaptation from the trailer that I've seen of it definitely has a lot of potential it hits the right marks in terms of appeal it definitely hits that type of marks to where the oncoming like the the uh, 
the crowd looking in sees, okay, Mortal Kombat, what's this? Oh, okay, this is the one based upon a video game that's been around for over 20 years. So it's like, okay, this is easy to get into, more action-oriented, this and that. But at the end of the day, I liked what I saw. But uh, what were your thoughts about it, Tyler? I loved it for, you know, like, you know, like I said, this isn't like, I'm not going to put this on the scale of like any like movies I really, really love, like a, like a Lord of the Rings or like even like a Godfather or anything like a, anything like that, like get, like top, like top, top movies or Space Jam, you know, things like that. Um, you know, those, those, those classic cinema movies that like, you think of the best of the best. You think games like, you, know, you think the movies like um, Godfather and the Goodfellas Flash Space Gordon. Jam. Flash Gordon, yes, and and the uh, the the also Flesh Gordon, um, porn, <laughs> Pornhub.com slash Flesh Gordon. Um, uh, yeah, for those that are mentioning that, you know, we're very much Flesh. referring to the freaking meme. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> best soundtrack. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, I, I was I was mentioning it to my parents because I have like the HBO Max and it's it's coming to HBO Max and because like, HBO has a th- WB and stuff like that has a thing going on where like comes to the HBO Max and uh, theaters the same day, uh, and I was just like I was telling my parents like yeah the trailer came out for it and stuff, and I'm like but I'm like it actually seems like a good movie like not like just a good like video game movie but like actually looks like it could be a good movie like you know like like I said not top of the line but like a good like fun like action movie could pop on and play and enjoy it like. Like and Taken or John Wick, John well John Wick I think is, is better than most action movies, but like like a Taken, I Taken's one of my favorite movies. Like it's one of those movies I can just watch over and over again and never get tired of. Good movie, yes. Yeah, it's I've watched it ten times and I, I love it every time I watch it. And it's just like I, I, like it's on this, potentially on one of those levels where it's like, like it's not the best acting, it's not the best you know whatever. It's like the, like it seems like it could be a fun movie to watch. And it's just like I look at this, I'm like this is actually like. I don't have to defend this as like a fanboy or as like, even though I'm not like a fanboy of Mortal Kombat uh, game games of the franchise, but it's like, I don't have to like, it's just like, this seems like, like we like Mortal Kombat, you know, because it's, it's, it's not a good movie, but it's just like, it's an entertaining movie. The very least. And it's like, that's all we really want from ever from like, from like a, a video game movie. It's like, uh, you know, it's just like, just entertain me, but like, just in a, like, not like an a, a abysmal way, but like just entertain me. And like the word, like the worst sense of the word, like over the top. Not a great movie at all. Not a good movie even. Uh, it's an old. It's a Sylvester Stallone movie about uh, fucking arm wrestling. But I love that movie. Just good, but it's not good. But it's just like just be, but be better than that. Be like a like, and actually like that's a good movie, guys. Just check. You know, it's a good action movie. Check it out. And that's what I got from it. It's got good vibes. It's definitely got like the whole like Kano wins or finish him or. You know, like, uh, yeah, they got has, fatalities in there too. They got fatalities, like <laughs> reptile smoke shows in there. Like, they, they do a good job of like showing, like, if you know Mortal Kombat, like, you you know these things that they're saying and referencing. But also, it's like this, like, the way the trailer works out. And like, I watched the Red Bane one, that's the way to go. Like, th- this is gonna be rated R. It's not gonna be like the old, the 95 Mortal Kombat was, was PG 13. Like, this is like, right. They're going for it. They ain't fucking around on that shit, which I love. Yeah. Um, like, at one point, like, fucking Sub Zero, like, fucking slices open uh scorpion and then like the blood splatters into the air and he catches the blood and turns into a fucking his blood into a knife and stabs him with it it's like oh fuck this is amazing and then like it's just <laughs> the sense i love of it. it i love it and it's just like they're going into like 
like scorpions like an old man it looks like in this and it's just like um I, i'm really i'm really into it i i i went from like it's it's kind of like the whole like last of us stuff we talked about a couple weeks ago where it's like i had no real expectations for last of us the tv show until like they announced the actors and i'm like oh god damn it no i have expectations for this and it's like now it's like i mean it's a good thing like i'd rather have you know it's like i really i mean i'm happier right now where i am where it's like i have expectations for this and like watching the trailer i'm like this looks fucking like annihilation bad you know it's like i'm, I'm happy i have like this isn't mortal kombat 195 mortal kombat bad or like good bad this is like actually like a good movie possibly and like this makes me very happy where it's like well, maybe we can finally break that curse of just abysmal um uh, video game movies and Gables. By the way, we were we talked a while back about the Monster Hunter movie. Uh-huh. You know the movie came out. No. Yeah, it's been no, out. I, didn't. I, I had no idea. It's it's been out. You can you can rent it and buy it right now. Uh, <laughs> it's out. It's out. But I didn't know that. I didn't I just, know it was out. But now that I know that it's out. I'm just thinking about it. And I just think about after that trailer I watched weeks ago that you showed me. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't have any interest. I, I just, it was just funny that movie came out and I had no fucking idea, no fucking idea about it. So, um, I just wanted to mention that. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm you ex- said anything, I would not have known the wiser, and I probably would have been better off for it. Yeah, I'm sorry for for ruining your the rest of your your weekend. Um, but you know, my weekend was ruined when I found out it was out, and I feel like I need to ruin yours in in, in turn. So, moving on to some uh, other news here. Uh, wash that taste of our mouse of Mila Djokovic in another movie with her husband she directed or he directed uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected was announced over the weekend BlizzCon's excuse me Hennifer. BlizzCon uh, went on this weekend uh, digitally uh, they did some Overwatch 2 stuff but I mean it's like really in the weeds if you care about it you'll, you've already checked it out um, kind of stuff but Diablo 2 Resurrected was revealed it's a, re- a remaster of the uh, Diablo 2 from i want to say like the early 2000s late 90s um, 1998 1998 thank you uh it's coming it's coming out sometime this year they showed off a trailer with some gameplay it looks really nice um and i mean not like 20 like top of the line graphics nice but it looks really good for a diablo game in 2021 and um it's coming out sometime this year and it's coming to everything it's coming to all the consoles switch included and it's also uh coming to pc as well um I'm not a Diablo guy at all, Gables, but I, th- I mean, I thought this would look kind of cool, but I'm not going to check it out. But what was your thoughts when uh, you wanted to talk about this? And also, you, there's some other BlizzCon news you want to touch upon. So curious what your thoughts are on all this Okay. Work. So before we get into the Diablo 2 thing, I'll just mention this briefly, but when... And this is it's in regards to classic games, in regards to Blizzard's back catalog and stuff, especially back in the Super Nintendo era. So... They stealth dropped a collection of three classic games on like consoles, including the Switch, which includes Lost Vikings, I think Rock and Roll Racing, and uh, Black Throttle, I think it is. Basically, these are three classic games from their catalog from the '90s and stuff that are underrated, which are and they're very expensive to try to get in regards to the systems in general. But they definitely are worth a shot. I believe they're about either 15 or 20 bucks on the digital storefronts. So if you're a retro gamer like, say, myself, that you want to invest inside this stuff, then go ahead. Just try that out, man. It's like Lost Vikings is definitely a classic. It's a puzzle game with like individual like three characters you got to control and this and that to try to 
get past certain areas. Okay, so with that out of the way, for Diablo 2 Resurrection, one, I was highly expecting this game to be revealed sometime. They did it at BlizzCon, which I'm not surprised. I thought it was going to be PC only, so the thing that surprised me the most is Diablo 2 coming to consoles. So it's like PS5, Xbox Series X, like PS4, Xbox One, but they announced it for Switch as well. That surprised me as that surprised me considering that you know for like a lot of the a lot of like certain like games or remaster stuff the switch hasn't really been targeted as of late in regards to stuff i mean ea is a good key example it's like they released a mass effect trilogy for the other consoles but not on switch but for diablo 2 i do like that it's coming out onto consoles in general because this is a game that is a certified classic from the pc scene definitely has a lot of that dungeon crawler aesthetics and stuff i mean if you loved if those of you who have not played diablo 2 before but you've played bits of diablo 3 definitely this is worth a shot to go into and play this game because this game is a classic for a reason many people love it obviously there are some diablo purists and stuff that really like this resurrection stuff it's pc first obviously in mindset so you have to keep that in mind but i'm curious to see how this will work on the switch or even on like the consoles themselves so i'm wondering if there's different type of button prompts or if it controls similarly to that of like say diablo 3 to where you got to select certain things in the face buttons and stuff and then move around and do a lot of exploration that way if so that's perfectly fine but i'm fairly excited because for instance i've never played diablo 2 in any capacity so this will be my first experience with this game definitely excited to try it out i'm kind of bummed that they just give a 2021 moniker but they don't even set an entire date which that just tells me they got plenty of work to try to do that create this more you know remaster more of this game before they give a concrete date so that kind of concerns me a bit where it's like it could be releasing close to the end of the year or maybe even 2022 so yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Yeah, I I, I want to hear I want to hear what, like people say about like the, the big Diablo fans because I know there was some backlash with Diablo three when it first came out and all that. And yes. Also, I just want to hear about Blizzard's been in a weird spot the last few years. So, hope this is a win they they desperately need. Um. So hopefully this comes out, people love yeah. it. But uh, something uh some other news here that could be potentially exciting. Uh, so we might be hearing some Silent Hill stuff here very shortly um so this is kind of an article with a lot of uh um things going on into it so it kind of started off with like bloober team who uh was the guys that they just released the medium that came out as xbox series xs game um last month i want to say into january uh and they also did like the blair witch project game and um layers of fear and stuff as well uh so it's kind of started off initially as like a bloober team is working on a Silent Hill thing and it kind of turned into something else here. So, um, so I'm just, this is an article here from uh, video game Chronicles and just bear with me as I read through some of this here. While the studio has not revealed the identity of, uh, so let me start the media developer blooper team has said it's working on an existing horror IP from a very famous gaming publisher, uh, uh, fueling speculation. It could be reviving a Konami, uh, Silent Hill game. Uh, and then this goes on here. So the, uh, while the studio has not revealed the identity of the franchise is working on, Blue Team CEO, I'm not even going to try, uh, 
told uh, GI.biz he believed it could co- would cause a quite a stir once it's revealed. We've been working on a game for more than a year. With, uh, we've been working for more than a year on another gaming project, another horror IP, and we're doing this with a very famous game, gaming publisher. I can't tell you who. I can't tell you what the project is, but I'm pretty sure when people realize we're working on it, they will be very excited. The comments have caused fans to speculate that the Polish developer could be working on Silent Hill. Uh, the Konami Horror Series has uh, that has reportedly been shopped around by the publisher in recent years. Uh, earlier this month, YouTube uh, channel the game, the Great De- Debate uh, even published an hour-long video presenting evidence that this could be the case, including comments from Silent Hill composer Akiri uh, Yakamo- Yamoka, uh, claiming that he was working on a second project for Bluebird because he worked on the he did the music for the Medium, and he came out and did an interview f- with Game Informer a while back, a few weeks ago. And said that. Let me see if I can find the quote here. Um, and here it is. Uh, earlier this month, uh, fuck. Here it is. One second. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So he he appeared in a YouTube video in which teased his next game project and said, "The it's the it's the one you've been hoping to hear about." Um, and then the game the the video was quickly pulled uh, because somebody asked him to pull the video. Um, and then Konami denied being saying they were the ones that were going that said they need to pull the video. Um, how, um, so moving on with the article here. So, however, VGC understands that Konami has already outsourced Silent Hill, uh, the, the project to a prominent Japanese developer with a reveal due this summer. Uh, if Blooper Team is working on Silent Hill, something our sources were unable to confirm, then that would mean that two franchises reboots are in the works, which is something that industry insiders have suggested could be Konami's intention. Um, two people with knowledge of the Japanese develop, uh, publisher's plans told VGC that it had. Originally approached Dark Pictures developer Supermassive to pitch a Silent Hill reboot. Supermagic Project was ultimately not signed, but the framework for the game evolved into the episodic Dark Picture uh, titles. Um, so yeah, um, basically, it sounds like people were going crazy because uh, stuff was adding up about Bloober was working on the next Silent Hill game, and then it's like. Rumors are coming in. It's like looks like speculations out there is like based off of some reporting that there's a Silent Hill game coming. We'll hear about it in the summer, but it's not Bloober Team that's working on it. So, but Bloober Team says that it's um, this is something that I want to focus on here. So for Bloober Team wise, uh, we've been working on working for more than a year on a gaming project, another horror IP, and we're very we're doing this with a very famous gaming publisher. I don't know who that very game famous game that very famous gaming publisher could be, but I do want to focus on on another horror IP. These are the guys that made the Blair Witch Project, which is a movie IP. Mm-hmm. So this tells me that they could be working on potentially a movie IP. That's a horror. It could be a Conjuring game or something or fucking a Freddy game. Doesn't doesn't necessarily. These guys have a, um, a history of working with movie IPs and turning them into right. games. Uh, but also, I mean, people talk about with your games a lot. They are very much trying to like, a lot of their games, uh, especially the medium. A lot of people talk about like it's. They came out to mixed reviews for the most part. It seems like it's one of those. It's a seven, eight, seven or eight kind of game. Um, and but a lot of people say it's like it's like their attempt at a Silent Hill game. So I mean, they're very much. Want, it seems like they wanted to be. They even have the Silent Hill composer making the music for their games. Um, so it very much seems like they want it. They would love to make a Silent Hill game. But I don't know. It seems like from this that, sorry, it seems like from this that they don't that that's not the case. Um, so, Gable, what's what's your thoughts on all this news coming out of this? 
Hmm. Honestly, what it sounds like, well, we definitely have been hearing a lot of like Silent Hill news in regards to suspected rumors, different types of things from like composers, from actually other people and stuff. What's fairly interesting is like the the start of this year was just the onslaught of potential remasters in regards to classic Konami franchises. You know, I mean, the rumors still surrounding Silent Hill is one, Metal Gear Solid is another one. I mean, hell, we got... Basically, what we got confirmed right now is Konami is definitely open to the fact that they would lend their IPs, you know, to, like, uh, other people to develop these games with their IPs in that regards. But in regards to whether or not the creators of the medium are actually going to do this Silent Hill game. I mean, I think it's a very strong possibility. Very strong possibility. I mean, hell, if it's not them, and it ends up becoming something very obscure, like, say, working with Namco over a Splatterhouse game, I mean, that would be freaking funny. I think that would be fucking hilarious in that regards. But, I personally feel this holds enough weight to where I feel like they are working on a new Silent Hill game. I mean, it's fairly obvious to what has been mentioned and what's going on, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not totally buying that. I don't think it's... I mean, it'd be fine if it did happen. I'm not, I'm not a huge Silent Hill guy, so it's not going to, like, you know, brush up my skirt at all if they are or not. I just think about, like, you know, we had all those PlayStation rumors last year, a year, maybe two years ago, about Silent Hill was, you know, the PlayStation worked out a deal with them to publish their games. And I hope that's the case because I feel like that would be the best case scenario for um, Konami, these franchises, and gamers, you know, in PlayStation. With you know, like they're gonna give it to the right people to make these games happen. Um, Blue Team, their the games come out and they do fine. They're like pretty much look at Layer of Fears. I, I played Blair Witch Project. And it was okay. It was just it was like an okay Outlast uh, Outlast style yeah. game. Um, it's like so. It's like it doesn't really. I mean, if they were working on it, I don't. I mean. I don't know, maybe like fans of Silent Hill would be just be happy to get a, a, pr- a pretty good game at this point. Yeah, yeah, and they've even talked about like their that their their next games isn't necessarily even going to be a straight up like scary game like you know like the games like that came out recently where you just you can't attack, can't do anything. You know, you're just exploring these worlds. Like they're going to be more thrillers, more act. There's going to be more action to them. So who knows what what that means? But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I I'm hoping for more for the case of like it's Sony working on it. Like. It, more so, maybe just maybe it's the fanboy in me of like Konami and PlayStation working together, and then also Kojima being in the background there. Of like, mm-hmm. maybe we can get Kojima to work on some shit. I want him to work on like some, like some Metal Gear or something. <laughs> oh my but God, dude. I don't know. But it's like you look at like what Konami, who they partner with, where like they partner. You look at the games they they partner with, like some of these Silent Hill games in the past, where it's like they just get these no name studios, no no disrespect to them, and they just kind of give them a, a tiny ass budget to make these Silent Hill games and they come out and they're trash and you know look at I mean look at the games they've they've done in house with like the Contra uh um Rogue was a Rogue something and then they Rogue had Corpse. Rogue Corpse yep and then they had Metal Gear Survive it's like Konami doesn't I mean God. they don't you you take you take away everything besides Metal Gear Solid whether they put out that's good in the last decade only thing is Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's it. Yeah, and that's and a, that's Evolution a, Soccer, actually. And, and, yeah, well, yeah, that's it. But even though Yu-Gi-Oh games are very hit and miss about how those fucking games come out, so very um, true. Cause, and they're also very bad about the 
making you buy uh, spend extra money on, that, on those games. So, um, so yeah, they bombed so badly with their yeah actual so, games being developed that they're lending probably their IPs to other developers to make. Yeah, and it bothers me about the super massive stuff because I, I love uh, uh, Until Dawn, and I just I would love it if they worked on something like that because the Dark Picture games come out and they're fine, but they're not great. It's like I feel like that would have been a case where they could help both of those studios, both Konami and Supermassive, where like they can uh, both do something really, really cool there. Um, but uh, that gives me that that just give me hope a little bit where they're like they're willing to go out there and talk to people that have a pedigree when they're talking to Supermassive and shit like that. Where like those guys, I mean, they're not like AAA, like top of the line, like whatever guys. But when you're talking about like they talked to them a few years ago, and then they they pitched the Silent Hill game to them and a reboot to them. And then instead they made it like, it didn't work out. And then they made the dark picture games based off of those, the framework they took from that Silent Hill pitch to make dark picture. Like that gives me hope that like, they're not just trying to give us some anybody. They're trying to find like some good studios here to work on these games. So that gives me hope possibly unless it's like super massive wanted too much money. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. Like I, I'm like, I'm not a Silent Hill guy. I didn't grow up loving the franchise. Uh, but I'd be like, I would, I mean, I would, lo- I'd love to have a good Silent Hill game, especially for the fans. But it's just in general, it'd be like awesome to have more great games. That's why I got, I look at this like, unless there's like some studio I'm just not thinking of or we don't know about that can make this fucking fantastic Silent Hill game in 2021, 2022, 2023, whatever. Like, I look at like teaming up with Sony. Like that's, I think the best case scenario for both parties involved. You know, like we talked about it a couple years ago, or a year and a half ago, or so, when the, when the news came out, or the leaks or rumors came out, where it's like the, this was happening with Sony and Konami. It's like we were both very excited about this because, like, we trust PlayStation to like put these in the right hands and make these games work out. It's like yeah, exactly. we've seen we 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 both played P, PT and that was fucking awesome. And it's yep. like, man, if if Kojima can work on to get that Silent Hill game that he always wanted to make back, that'd be fucking awesome. So yeah. Um, Here's hoping. But, um, Cables, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for, uh, for checking us out. Uh, we are on everything. If you listen to us or you want to watch us, we are on Twitch every Sunday. Um, recording this usually around 7.30 Pacific time, West Coast, Best Coast time. Um, and also, if you, if you don't get a chance to watch us live, I'll put the video up on YouTube later. Um, but if you want to just listen to us, we're on everything. Uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, um, last FM, whatever. We're on all of them. If you, whatever a podcast can go on, we, I put them on there, the ones I can find. So, uh, check us out in all those places. Like, follow, subscribe, big thumbs up, please. Uh, comments that really help appreciate shares really helps us out, gets us uh, out there, helps with the algorithm of more people being able to see us. So, uh, until next time, I was host, I was Tyler. And I've been Colonel Gables. Until next time, hope you have yourself a fun week. Definitely play yourself a bunch of fun games. But most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hey, Gables. Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.